Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. When one looks at the world and what is going on right now inside the United States, one has to ask themselves, is there something going on behind the scenes that we're not aware of, that we're not being told about? Is there an influence that is taking place that many of the leaders, maybe most of the leaders, is just unwilling to acknowledge and recognize? Even some of the spiritual leaders are not willing to acknowledge and recognize? Is that what's causing what is happening inside our nation economically, politically, environmentally? Is there a greater cause that most, maybe the majority, are just not willing to acknowledge and recognize? I believe the answer is yes, there is. I believe the Holy Scripture tells us about it. That's what we're going to look at in today's podcast and maybe for the next couple of podcasts. Thank you for joining me. I'm Dr. Dean. Turn with me, would you, in the Holy Scriptures to the book of Hosea, chapter 4, and let's hear what this prophet had to say that is so relevant to what is happening right now. Hosea, chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. I'm reading from the New King James translation, And then we're going to look at it from the Amplified Translation. Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel. For the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break all restraint with bloodshed upon bloodshed. Therefore the land will mourn, and everyone who dwells there will waste away. With the beast of the field and the birds of the air, even the fish of the sea will be taken away. Let no man contend or rebuke another, for your people are like those who contend with the priest. Therefore you shall stumble in the day. The prophet also shall stumble with you in the night, and I'll destroy your mother." My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you've rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. Now, I, I know there are those that will say, well, wait a minute, that's just that's just speaking to Israel. That's not relevant to us is not relevant to to the nation of the United States of America because it's speaking specifically to Israel. Yes, that is true. But there are biblical principles contained inside this passage that are relevant from generation to generation to generation. That is why Jesus told us in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5 that he didn't come to destroy the law, but he came to fulfill it. 
and that, that everyone, everyone who keeps the law and walks with the law, that he's going to liken to those who are blessed in the kingdom of Almighty God. It's one of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. He said, don't you understand? These things in the Old Testament were written for our examples that we should walk in harmony with the principles that are there. Not trying to keep the law in the sense of the law and trying to earn our way to heaven, but in the sense there are biblical principles, moral principles, spiritual principles that we need to keep. And when we keep them, we're blessed. But when we violate them, we experience then the consequences of, of doing so. And that is exactly what the, the, the prophet Hosea is saying here. Look, look at what he said. He said, listen, he said, in the land, there's, there's no truth. He said, there's no truth. There's no mercy or knowledge of God in the land. No truth, no mercy, no knowledge of God. And when he's talking about knowledge of God here, he's talking about experiential knowledge of God. May I remind you that the United States of America was founded in covenant with Almighty God? When's the last time you read the Mayflower Compact? It was written and signed by the leaders of those who came to establish the Plymouth Colony before they ever disembarked from the Mayflower, the ship Mayflower, those leaders wrote this document and signed it, making covenant with Almighty God, saying that this new land that they were about to establish, this new nation they were about to establish, would be founded in harmony and in keeping with Almighty God and His Holy Word. <clears throat> the, uh, the same thing was done with those who established the colony in Boston. And our, our, our founding fathers, those that wrote the Declaration of Independence, those that wrote our Constitution, they went back to the Mayflower Compact and the document establishing Boston, and they used those two as their guiding principles. That is why it says in the preamble, to the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. And that they're endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They established this nation in covenant with Almighty God because they knew God. The Revolutionary War and uh, all all of the all of the uh, appeals to King George that led up to that their appeals to the British Parliament that led up to that all of their trying to bring about a peaceful resolution to the things that were going on all of the all of these things were done by men whose hearts had been moved towards God out of the first great awakening. 
these men had a personal knowledge of Almighty God. They weren't just religious. They weren't just deists. They had a personal relationship with Almighty God. Oh yes, I know there were men who were deists, but they were men that believed in God, believed in the Word of God. They had truth, they had mercy, and they had personal knowledge of Almighty God. And it was out of that motivation that our founding fathers established this nation in covenant and in harmony with Almighty God. But we are seeing today our nation moving away from those principles, away from that. Recent surveys have said that over 80% of the population in the United States of America are not religious of any kind. They're not religious of any kind. That means only 20 to 30% of the population have any kind of a religious affiliation. Now, if you take that number down and you boil it down to those that believe the Bible is the infallible Word of God and absolute truth, those that believe in the mercy of Almighty God, those that have a personal relationship with Almighty God, that number gets really small. That's our problem. That's the problem that we have. And our, our education system, going all the way from preschool through graduate work at the universities, is founded upon the absolute belief that truth and reality are relative. That's the thinking of deconstructionism. It began with postmodernism. And in, in that context of postmodernism, you have humanism, relativism, that truth is relative, morals are relative, reality is relative, and all of that has led to our current deconstructive way of thinking, way of reasoning, using circular reasoning. It's no longer based upon absolute truth but everything is relative. What is true to you may not be true to me. What may be morally right to you may not be morally right to me. What may be true to what I may believe is true may not be true to those around me. What you may believe is morally right may not be what's morally right to the other workers around you in your workplace. What you might think is reality and, and true may not be so for your other neighbors that live around you. And so everything is, is relative. And so everything is under the influence of deconstructionism and rewriting truth and rewriting history, rewriting morals, all of this. And what is this leading to? Exactly what we see right here in this passage of Scripture. And I want you to note some of the things that he said is going on culturally and environmentally. Look, look what he said. Therefore shall the land continually mourn, and all who dwell in it shall languish. Why? 
because there's nothing but false swearing, breaking faith, killing and stealing and committing adultery. They break out into violence, one deed of bloodshed following close on another. Wow, does that just sound like today? I mean, for the last how many years, every weekend in Chicago, are there 10, 12, 16, 20 or more killings? And Memphis and Baltimore and the other major cities follow close behind. Our news reports, how many mass shootings have we seen in our news reports of late? And listen, you can't blame this stuff on guns. Guns don't kill. Human beings kill. Human beings who, as it says right here, nothing but false swearing, breaking faith, killing and stealing, committing adultery. In other words, there is a total moral breakdown in the culture. That is what leads to killing and murder. Guns don't kill. You can look, look at other nations, Great Britain, Australia. Look at these other nations that have gun control laws that are incredibly stringent. And you know, what are they doing? Well, they're using hammers. They're using knives. They're using other instruments, their own hands if they have to, to kill. There's still murder going on because guns don't kill. It is human beings who, as this says, there's no truth, there's no mercy, there's no personal knowledge of God. And because of that, we have this cultural breakdown. We're going to come back and look at this in even more detail in our next podcast. But we're seeing the exact answer and the solution. We're not just going to look at the problem. We're going to look at what's the solution to turning this all around. God bless you. Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. It is my prayer that your heart is strengthened. And if you like this podcast, if it's speaking to your heart, would you click like and subscribe? And would you encourage your friends and neighbors to, to join us and to subscribe as well? God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.